Nice try, Tommy boy. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the opening. <laughs> In a world preoccupied with professionalism, do you already think you know what a good podcast is? That's bullshit. That's not how the world works. Have you even considered any alternatives? What about uninformed hosts? Only the last watch was where I understood what her name actually was. Unwarranted and potentially liable accusations. Tom Cruise, he's just like fly kicks Brad Pitt. Audio issues. Uh, by the way, how do we record? Irrelevant tangents. If we go like to a girl's house and then there's like... Hi, I'll stop you there, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a section we can have in. Didn't think you had, so you've never heard the semi-professionals. I did not enjoy one fucking single bit of it. Morning. Morning. Good to meet you. I'm Bobby Andes. I look into things around here. You found my podcast? Yeah, they found it in a ditch a few miles back. What about my co-hosts? Tell you what, take you back to that tiny bedroom picked you up at. You think you can backtrack from there? I could try. Okay, then. You try. Cut to car. Interior. Day. It's my understanding the podcast didn't have any real substance to it. No. Alright, so let me get this straight. You say some fella named Jack just want to talk about movies all day? N no, he, he made me talk. He made you talk? And then when you start to talk, you start to talk as well? Y yes Whose pick was it that week? Uh, I, I think it was Luke's. You think? What makes you think that? Well, we talked about a trillion dollar movie franchise, but you claimed to like it because, because it was super niche. What about the third? He steered straight to the midpoint? Yeah, yeah, right to it. Um, obsessed with it. Said everything was style over substance, or that he could hear the voice of the writer all the time in every scene. Could you see him? No, I couldn't. Well, why, why not? My internet was dog shit. Hmm. Your internet was dog shit. What was the podcast called? It's Semi-Professionals. Hey. Very good. I like that. Um, <clears throat> right. Okay. So, welcome to Semi Professionals. This week we're talking about the 2016 movie Nocturnal Animals by Tom Ford, um, which was also written by him. It's based on the novel Tony and Susan by Austin Wrights, and the movie stars. Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, Michael Shannon, Aaron Taylor, Johnson, Isla Fisher, Army Hammer, <coughs> uh, Laura Linney, Andrea uh, Risenborough, and Michael Sheen. So, just because we always do it, let's guess the budget. Uh, got loads of big names in it. It's Tom Ford. Yeah. Sing single man done very well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna mm -hmm. say nocturnal animals. I want to say the budget was 65 mil. Does anybody know how well a single man was? Because I, I think it it was like regarded fairly highly, but that doesn't always mean like it grossed a lot. I'd yeah. never heard of it. 
I don't think it was a smash. Yeah, neither have I. I. I thought it was like critically acclaimed, but I don't think it was like a smashing box office, like a like a hit in that regard. Mm. And um, I go, and I go fifty million. Yeah, I'll go forty. Twenty-two. Oh. So fuck me. Wow. I can Not see that. Super though. low. Yeah, it's kind of like mid mid range yeah. budget. Uh, I mean, you can, but this is kind of, I don't know. This is like... big names in it. Mm. Yeah. This is like Wes Anderson's Stephen Sourdough pulling in people just to do little roles. Mm. But 40 mil doesn't necessarily have to be that, because that's quite a lot of money. Mm. We've been covering films like, you know, we did me doing James Cameron and Peter Jackson movies, so it's... We dabble in Jimmy Cameron a bit, you know. Yeah. We'd be doing the Jimmies in the stands of the world. What about the picking of Peter? The the box office. I bet this did quite well. Any guesses? So, so what was the budget? Twenty two. I reckon seventy four. Yeah, I was going to say eighty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what did you say, Jack? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say ninety-three. Ninety-three. All right. It was thirty-two. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. Whoopsie. Shit, really? Didn't make a ton of money, did it? I remember it being quite a big deal at the time. Yeah. Same, but I wonder. Is if it the limited release? <clears throat> Who knows, man? No idea. Well, well, <laughs> we, we should. I mean, you ask me, right? And we talk yeah. about this, but does anybody really know? Pure speculation. I love that. It's like, it is a universal mystery. It's like, who knows? Someone probably no does. Oh, quite a few people might know. I mean, we can't, we can't have the tag educational on this podcast. No. Again, we no. can't claim, claim that. I, th- I think maybe that we all thought it was um, a success was because of our film schooly media. Like, I mean, I mm. guess I was done with film school by then, but like you're in the, you know, in the industry, wh- yeah. whatever that, that'll mean. Um, yeah. Periphery. We were, all, yeah, yeah, we were it? orbiting it. 2016. 16. Yeah. I, d- I don't know. I, I still think, like most of my exposure to it was from the mainstream, like a- advertising. I remember it being big. And yeah, same. At a picture house, which isn't a particularly indie like cinema, it was his mainstream releases. I remember it being advertised heavy. I'm surprised it did did so poorly. I, I wonder what it lost. Well, we're not, we're not going to know this if we don't even know other things about it. But I wonder what it lost its market share to that year. I mean, what else came out in 2016? Whiplash? No. Was Whiplash out? I think that was 14, was it? 14, that was that long ago. Jack, Maybe I'm wrong. Know. Jack, who was um, in the Oscar picks that year? Right, let me find out. Give me a second. Did you have a dark <coughs> period in 2016? when you Go just... back into that year where you delved <laughs> Probably. deep. Probably. Probably. What did you delve what was into? I doing to, to, to be fair, what, what, what were we in now? Yeah, people, yeah. Um, people well, were well, well, somebody Googles me, that. What was what right. was people's first? I've got it. Um, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Twenty sixteen, right? right? Twenty sixteen. Here we go. So uh, nominations were uh, downsizing, 
Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. But are you Shut talking up. 2016 Oscars for... <laughs> no, sorry. So I got it wrong, got it wrong. The Martian, the Martian, uh, The Revenant, The uh, Room, Bridge of Spies, Spotlight, which I actually watched the other day again. Uh, the Big Short, Brooklyn, and uh, a fan favorite here, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, you know Those were all that the movies that were released that, that year. Manchester by the <laughs> Sea, Moonlight, they the Arrival. Only, only films. Uh, they came out They were the best pictures. But that, was a, that was a big good year. year. The Accountant yeah, year with Ben Affleck. Films. Classic. Classic. Fan favorite, is. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, that year is not like. Well, not in my opinion, is super strong. It's oh, quite. Yeah. I don't know. In terms of, I think if you look at more in terms of like a commercial cinema release, they're pretty, it's pretty like you know the Revenant, mm. uh, Spotlight, The Big Short. Yeah. They they were like pretty successful. Mad Max as well. Like they were, they must have taken up most of the. Uh, but in terms attention. of, I mean, it, I like think- th- like psychological. Th- well, not psychological, is it? It's more of a mystery thriller i guess there mm. wasn't too much competition in that genre but yeah maybe maybe those other films just well, it might just was it was it was it a very good film yeah was it possible. nominated for any oscars jack you're on the site what nocturnal yeah nice <laughs> nice abbreviation i like that Noct- the uh oh, oh not no there's luke no not Annie. Nucky, yeah <laughs> Probably, probably styling or something. I don't know. Yeah, extras, great extras. I don't hair and makeup. Um, nah, knocky animals. Nah, nothing there. <laughs> I mean, knocky animals. Nah, like pesto or John knocky. <laughs> nah, Baftas nothing. though. A couple of Baftas. Is Tom Ford British? No, no, uh, no American. American. He's Ameri- American. Okay. The thing okay, is, yeah, I, won, I, I won a couple of Golden got... Globes, BAFTAs. BAFTA? I what did I, I, I win the BAFTA yeah, for? No. Uh, it was nominated for oh. tons of stuff. But but Jack, this is also the 2017 award season, right? Wow, so maybe... I've looked at the wrong season. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, As if that beginning wasn't thrilling enough. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Duh. All right, let's just fucking talk Shall about. Shall we the just movie get to fucking? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, yeah. no, 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 sorry, no, no, let's that was do my it. Fault. No, let's do it. <laughs> let's do 2017, um, and oh no, come on, we've got to, we, we've got to talk about it. La La Land. Let's go, man. How can you, how, how can you compete against that? No chance. Everything else is a write off that year. <laughs> Forget it. Oh, Nick, you're having my favorite beer. They're good, mate. I love that stuff. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, it's good sorry. Trip. Let's get back um, to the film. <laughs> let's go back to the movie. Um, I, I, the thing is, what you said about like it. the the marketing side of it, or or like hearing about a cinema release. I think for me, I only heard more news about it because it was like f- fashion designer <laughs> turned director, rather than yeah. it being the film on its own being good or bad. It was more that it was like. Oh, Tom Ford, you know, super cool, amazing designer. Mm. Uh, and, and I can also make films. See, I, kind I, of. Never, I never knew that. I didn't even know as I was watching it. And then afterwards, I looked How? up and then it's Tom Ford. How did you get oh, past shit, you that? You didn't make the, <laughs> the fucking <connection>? barrage. <laughs> I just didn't even. 
I type I type the title Nocturnal Animals in on the the DVD thing, and then the DVD gets things, and I never see the director's name because it doesn't come up, does it? Sure. Just oh, the, but you've as in you're searching it now from searching no, no, no. it now. No, from when I from when I sourced to watch. Yeah, but when when is this though? A few days back or yeah, back we, in 2016? Weekend. No, I never saw it. First first watch I, for me. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I think the marketing behind it was oh, oh it's Tom Ford's thing. But oh, now sorry, if you look for it, it, it's just a movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Matt, why don't you talk about your first time okay, so watching this? Sixth okay. Um first time watching it was at the weekend. And I liked it up until I realized that there was no I thought there was something behind the the backstory once i realized that the the flashbacks were just a metaphor i could be wrong on like wrong on this but i'm pretty sure that the flashbacks or the sorry the flashes into the story world had no correlation on the real world it was just a metaphor for their breakup i started to lose all kind of uh, empathy for for the characters because i was like this is just a story and a metaphor they're not they're not real people because I, under, I understood the relationship between Gyllenhaal and um, and uh, Amy Adams, and it was like it was kind of a bit heartbreaking. And I think they tried to heighten the drama with the metaphor, and it just didn't work for me. I love the first half, like because I wasn't sure where this was going. I thought it'd be like there'd be some twist of oh, they're related in this way, or oh, this was actually his father, and what happened to him, and that's why he's fucked up, something like that. But the mm-hmm. metaphor just didn't work for me. Yeah, Luke. Uh, yeah, it wasn't as good as I remembered it um, on the second watch. I'd watched it once before um, and thought it was. I think I remember it being quite entertaining. But what I always uh, refer to when I remember this film is, as Matt saying, the first half, if not the first quarter, like the the peer pressure situation on the on the you know on the roads is really the highlight i think for me mm. um that that creates a great atmosphere and i kind of viewed this whole film I, and applied that whole atmosphere to it and that's not really true the rest of it's quite weak in my opinion um and yeah for me it's like a one scene film really mm. which is odd because it could have almost been a short I was just gonna say that could have been a short that yeah. that break the breakdown or whatever the ram off the road and them getting away that make a bang. It's a shot. great it's a great set piece. Yeah. Uh, then obviously you'd have to plug some story stuff in, but it's like yeah, um, yeah, kind of same as Luke. It's the second time I've seen this, um, and I definitely remembered liking the whole. Uh, book visualization a lot more than the actual reality side of it and i didn't remember any of the actual stuff with amy adams and then this time kind of felt the same but then even with the like the fictional section i was a bit like yeah towards the end of a bit flimsy like Mm. i almost i almost like felt like the first time i'm thinking like oh It'd have been great if that middle visualization was actually its own film. Uh, like Matt said, like the whole metaphor is like, it's a bit like, right, I get it. You know, well, you know, they've got orange hair and 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, you had a bad breakup. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, but I just, I don't know. I was, wasn't that fast this time. Mm. Sorry, Tom. Yeah. Sorry, Tommy. I mean, I mean, I think I would sign on to that. Both you and um, and and Luke. Sign I, on, I, mate. Sign That's a nice on. Nick. Nick, I said that as well, mate. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was your no, first time no. watch, mate. Uh, because I, I remember um, really liking this <laughs> first time round, um, and I think I, I wasn't. Um, Did you see it in cinema? Cinema. See, I'm not sure anymore. I'm really not sure anymore, man. My brain's <laughs> going up. It's <laughs> it's sure. fucked. I have no idea. Um, it's a mystery, like the like the limited release. Yeah. Um, but but I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I liked uh, same as Luke really. I thought that the um you know the in-story stuff was more of the movie. Um I yeah, it was is it, it just loses a lot of momentum whenever it goes back to Amy Adams and her reading. Um <laughs> I do I do appreciate <laughs> some of the That's the film, isn't it? You've just <laughs> You've just that's the whole the whole premise of the film is Amy Adams reading. Hold her this. reading and she goes like this. <laughs> Adjusting glasses with Amy Adams. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. I mean I still I still like certain bits of it. I think um I I <laughs> guys we're feeling silly today, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Sleep I think boy. it's when we get a Sleep disappointing boys. film, the silliness has to come out. <laughs> I'll slag off next film pick. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I was, I was a little bit disappointed. Oh, I am. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, you not hear his voice? Yet, There's no life yet left in it. Mm. He's already given up. I mean, I really thought this movie was like a thrilling, intense movie, but that there really were, restricts were those moments. only to the... yeah. Yeah, but it's about I, I, 15 minutes I, I, of it. The opening you know. image. Opening image. And the, I mean, the, the the getting rammed off the side of the road, that is a pretty intense scene and it is anxiety inducing. And I think it's well made, well shot, um, well acted. Um, but yeah, I remembered it to be a lot mm. more than yeah. that. Mm. But I think I also yeah. enjoy the the casting a lot. I like the actors in it. I'm a big big michael shannon fan um hmm. i i think he's great in this i think he plays a great detective um i like his the character um yeah i, I wonder what the well i may, maybe we've solved why it didn't do so well if if people are just detached from because the the, the whole drama you you're like pulling the rug i found it like pulling the rug from under everyone you you get them invested in this drama and then you realize it, it's already a, a leap for an it, like if you think about it it's already a strange leap for an audience to get invested in people that don't exist in a film already let alone when you have to go inside another fictitious place where you know yeah. that that's definitely definitely not real because it's just someone writing a book about it mm. you just pull the it just pulls the rug out from caring um in any way and the I journey just couldn't find sorry matt sorry, no 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 matt. go on i was finished oh, okay I just couldn't find 
any sense of relationship between me and any of the characters. I wasn't, uh, other than Jake Gyllenhaal, but then, like you say, because he's fictitious, I wasn't like, he's, like well, he's he's the protagonist, but he doesn't, <clears throat> the protagonist is still more Amy Adams. But he's not fictitious but, I mean, though, is he? I mean, so I, I mean him in kind of the book scenes, because that's where he's most exciting. That's where the film's most exciting. I just couldn't, get, like, I just didn't get on board with any of them. Like, El Destructo's, mm. you know, <laughs> no way. He's a mess. He's 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 such How a. How did it take it. thirty minutes? Go keep it topical. Go keep it topical. <laughs> Army Hammer. Fine. Like he, you know, there's, you don't. There's there's no uh, appeal to him, and he would technically kind of be on uh, uh, opposite Amy Adams in this sense but then so what are we supposed to feel sorry for Amy Adams because he's cheating on her in New York or whatever but then the only time we see her is pretty much her being like a complete heartless bitch mm. so I just can't get well, on board the, with her I, I, really I mean, either mm, I, we I, I disagree slightly to the abortion I think, at some point I think un unlike Army Hammer though, who's not showing any remorse for his current actions i think we're already past amy adams's you know sins and she's is kind this of is this real life or on the film <laughs> what, what amy adams <laughs> amy are we talking about amy <laughs> amy herself or no, amy no, in it, film? It, one level into the film okay we're talking um we're, we're seeing her kind of repent for her sins aren't we we're, we she feels bad yeah. about mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, and, and I think I had listened to an interview with, with Tom Ford, who was saying the reason it was cast, the reason they cast Amy Adams was to give a sense of empathy to a character that you would otherwise hate. And he, in his opinion, her eyes sort of connect with an audience in an empathetic way. Whereas if you did cast someone a bit colder, I think, uh, I still you'd probably her. hate her. So yeah, he, mm. I think he was aware of that, but obviously yeah, maybe doesn't work. I just, perfectly. I don't I mean, know. It's I very think it's much more... an internal thing, isn't it? The whole conflict yeah. is pretty much an internal conflict. I can never get on board with like, fine, rich people have problems, but it was like Amy Adams in a cold house on her own. Amy Adams reading a book like on her own. Amy Adams getting sad at the book on her own. Am I? Jacuzzi. She's, <laughs> yeah, that's the best one. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like <laughs> you know, she seems to have the perfect life. In, you know, it, what it, in terms of? Sorry, I've said Hold that wrong. On. As soon as I said that, I was like, that? Well, I said I said that wrong. I said that back. She doesn't have the perfect life, but it seems like I can't get on board with people who've like have, have this Complain. like rich, affluent, affluent life, and I, I can't attach to those people. I can't. I can't relate. And I, guess, you, I know it's a finest thing, but it just it doesn't. In. I can I I can access her and like you, especially you know, those board meetings. I can I can only relate to thirty year old you know cinematographers really. <laughs> no, Jack relates to Aaron, no, no, Aaron Taylor Thomas or whatever his name is because he yes. goes, "I'm gonna teach yes. this rich bitch a lesson. <laughs> Get your woman out of the car. Get your women." 
Oh, he's the only sake. character that excited me. There you go, Jack's him. He's the <laughs> scoundrel. He's shitting outside. A free man. <clears throat> that guy was. Genius I loved plum. his toilet setup. That was quite genius. But the I just phone like, on the back. You know, just I don't know. I I couldn't I couldn't appeal to her and I I couldn't empathize with her in any way really. And that's why mm. I would I was like I would have liked this this whole kind of like fictitious book inside the film in the second layer. I would have liked that to have been almost the, the actual only film. layer. Mm. Yeah. Right, yeah. I had a yeah. hard time pinning down the 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 tone sometimes. Like in the meet in the board meet, meeting it felt strain into lobster dog tooth like yorgos territory you know the way people talk to each other and interact and then that felt like when they first went to the dinner party and it was there was a strangeness to it i thought oh maybe we'll get some some of that flavor but it just kind of it picked it up and dropped it um where where it wanted and i didn't i couldn't really find a consistent that that board meeting in that 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 like white room it was almost like a little bit like matrixy kind of yeah surreal and i just i couldn't can't get with it yeah can't get with it yeah i mean yeah. that that whole scene is probably my least favorite scene um especially when she stands in front of the revenge um poster i i mean i don't understand why you'd put that in why did that whole entire scene <laughs> No, what did, benefit, what did we benefit from? Yeah, it was audible how heavy my eyes were rolling when that. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever play on, Marble Run as a kid? <laughs> ever play Marble Run? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Oh, is that the thing that you? Yeah, you, the you, big box. Yeah, let's get into this because it's more interesting. Yeah. So you had a, you had a set of of tubes like pipes runs. Yes, that you'd yeah. attach yes. to each other. Love those. Now yeah. that is a nostalgia oh, no, yeah. trip. I think it's something else. And you'd you'd yeah. send the marble down your your custom route. Anyway, it's kind of nice. yeah. It sound like that. You guys had cool, skull. cool toys in England. Maybe. It's kind of like Hot Wheels, <laughs> but with marbles. Yeah, so good. Like you, you kind of connect these tubes. Oh man! Basically, mm. like the whole scene was like they stand in front of the 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 poster, and she's like, "When did we buy this?" And the other girl's like, "You know, you bought it a couple of years back." Mm. Blah, blah, and then she breaks her phone, and it's just like, "What?" Is, is that yeah, her? I didn't get the point of that I whole think- scene. I think I think it's about the kid, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it's about the 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 abortion and the story world creeping into a real life. And I think also they're making a point of she used to be a drastically different person with the with Jakey back in the day, and and not be into the stuff that her mother will be into because the mother was like, "Oh, you'll be you'll want that stuff one mm. day, the affluent stuff." And she's like, "Oh no, I won't." And then for her assistant to say, "Don't you remember you bought that major major thing?" And she doesn't even remember. She's like a stranger to herself. This is this is why I, I mean I, I didn't I didn't more. like the scene, but yeah, I quite liked that I just, sentiment. I, 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 just, I, I, I thought I thought the revenge was hokey. The the jump scare frightened the shit out of me. Yeah, that was real. Yeah, wasn't same. It? <laughs> I was same. not Which expecting one? that. The, the 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 baby monitor. The the baby monitor. And it's Aaron. Oh, on, on the phone. Name? Yeah, <clears throat> Aaron oh, Taylor man. Johnson. That was frightening. Aaron Taylor. Star of star of Tenet, Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> Can't get the mention. Yeah, when he does an English accent, he sounds like he's from somewhere else doing an English accent, but actually he's from England because he spent his whole time in Hollywood doing American accents. <laughs> Was he Irish and his name is Ike? 
but he's not. Or Ivan. <laughs> since Ike. since Ike. since um Kickass, has he done like any major oh, leading fuck. roles? Wait, Kickass. He's that guy. Is that the guy? The main guy. Shut up! Wait, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, what? We just fuck me. I love this. This is the episode where we just Google things. <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna undo my sound. Um. Wait, he's kick-ass. He's kick-ass, yeah. No way. What else has he been in? Oh, that's really fucking weird. You just learned something. But do you know why? It's because I listened to this this interview with uh, Tom Ford and he was going, oh yeah, I had this friend, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, who I thought would be really good for it. And it sounded like he just like plucked him out of the wilderness and thought, I'll give this guy a run for his money. And just like give him a give oh, him like a, he gave him his break, give him a five minute run out at the end of the yeah, yeah. and 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 he was he was magical, but actually he was already kick ass. So. Well, well, what you what you kind of saying there is is also like a little thing I had in the back of my mind watching the whole film is like Tom Ford is a name and, and who he is already like a household rich person's name, mm. and he goes to all these parties and these film parties and he's like. He make he makes friends with Amy Adams and Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, I you know I wrote this script actually last weekend. Do you want to just come in do your little bit and yeah, I, oh, I, you know, it I, reeks of that, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> gross. Oh. I mean, you can uh, you can imagine him bringing the script to a party, can't you? <laughs> and and this is the scene. <laughs> Everybody in this, there's hundreds of people in this party that are all A-list actors and you cut to two hours into the party and Tom Ford is strolling back and forth in front of a fire, just slowly reading the script and everybody's just fucking listening, big glasses. going up and pitching to get roles. Ah, oh, so annoying. Everyone's taking so much MDMA and coke in the parties. Now they're, they're all around the fire, topless, and they're Did doing the book script read yeah so good oh god tom's doing another one of his script reads again around the fire they all start auctioning off off uh roles they have to pay to be in it i i reckon that's that's got to be the cheapest element the, the prestige of of oh, i'm just in the new tom ford yeah mm. just as a sexy thing yeah just as a thing to be you know, single was man a- was good i never watched it but apparently it's good I mean, do you guys actually think this movie is this shit? I actually <laughs> because am the review, to. <laughs> the review we're given right now is like this is uh, this is Krampus. Like, I is that your that actual is. thought? Because I can't believe that this is. Krampus. Are we just finding things to to? But it's know? also it's also annoying me more than mm. more than I'm um, the fact that I think it's bad. That's, but I, I am a bit God's, very on board I'm a with bit, that. I'm a bit gobsmacked by, I'm looking at right, right now, it's 7.5 on IMDb, 74 on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's like, how? That's, that's lobbying. That's Tom Ford lobbying. <clears throat> but Luke, you had the same experience when you watched the movie the first time, right? Yeah, you, but I re- you enjoyed it a lot, right? I, I mean, I think I did. But as, as yeah. I was coming up to watching it the second time, I thought, I think Nocturnal Animals is good. So I must exactly what I thought. Yeah. You know what? I think it's the it's the very strong kind of visual style to it. Just like not strong visual style, but the 
it's very memorable yeah. looks and scenes rather than maybe um the the actual story because yeah. i didn't really remember a whole lot of the whole it's story just, nothing I, I just to remember it. this it's a yeah. revenge it's a revenge story um it's, and it's I, almost I mean, commercial it is, to me yeah i do think it is a little bit clever but it's like it plays the cleverness out for two hours rather than having the, a clever little mm -hmm. like twist yeah. at the end like the twist is you know 30 minutes into the movie when you realize okay this is some kind of revenge mm -hmm. um but then yeah. then it's like revenge in the most soft in the way in the form like, of a book ah oh! yeah oh, oh that revenge <laughs> <laughs> oh God. are you talking about the, the double well, rape and murder so I, i'm even i'm even just talking about yeah his him coming back and making it right for the, for that and it's like he's got the safety of a cop by his side telling him should we go off book like should we should we do, do go a bit rogue on this and he's like all right yeah miss, yes mr officer let's do that like okay. it's when i was watching that segment of the film i thought Actually, I'm quite enjoying this because it's exactly how I would want it to go down for me. Yeah. Like if if I was trying to get revenge, I'd want like the law, the safety of the law on <laughs> yeah. my right hand shoulder, like the whole time, oh, just telling telling me it was okay to like you know, oh, gone, punch the guy. I won't say anything. Yeah. And for me, a story has to do the exact opposite. It has to put the characters in really tough situations and get not what you want. Mm. I, I don't know why, but I completely forgot that it took it right to the end until well, he doesn't die, does he? But he's going to he's going to die of cancer. He's yeah, he does. And all this, I thought it would be much better if they if he got left in the lurch, yeah. like because of because of the police officer retiring. That yeah, would have been much better. But it was so it was. What do you mean? Let the, you down the, so safely. The fictional story. Yeah, yeah the fictional. But story. It, it seems like one of those stories you'd think of as like if you're eleven. And you like a girl, and it's like, do you know, like the fantasy of uh, at my funeral, like, haha, uh, I'll be laughing then. Do you know that kind of weird fantasy, like they're gonna miss me when I'm gone? Mm. Is that have kind you, of have really? Have you seen um? He's like, I'm gonna die the at the end of it. <laughs> You've seen the TV series <laughs> like, Euphoria. Kill myself. <laughs> the no. TV series, what's sorry? Is Euphoria? No. Have you seen Euphoria? No, there's a there's a little no. bit in there where they they kind of they, there's a little bit where it's um about his boyfriend uh and same like teenagers and you know and you're like i do anything for a girl and you mm. kind of imagine that you know someone's trying to rape her there's five guys trying to rape her and you you're the you know you come in you fuck everyone up and you say yeah it was it was a really yeah. it seemed like a really immature fantasy and for the and that's his mate that's his big book that's his like swan song and his big get back is like standing her up at a restaurant it's like I've made it. I've made it big now, and and no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to show up. And it's like, how would he know that the book would have like a big impact? I mean, he might know that the book has a big impact. On <laughs> Imagine her. if she didn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> Why'd you stand me up at that restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you had to read the book first, otherwise yeah. it doesn't read really here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so fair true. point. <laughs> fair point. Oh, sorry, no, I haven't, she I haven't had time to read it, it yet. She does yeah. email him, doesn't she? And go, yeah, yeah true. She doesn't say. Says it's really. She says it's really, really good. And so, from Jake Gyllenhaal's point of view, he's got, he's like rubbing his hands, saying like, yeah. <laughs> like I just don't get that that the motivation of like the big revenge. I mean, he. What does well, he make? She did murder his child. <laughs> yeah, true. 
He makes so he makes her realize what she did to him. And yeah, he, that's the whole that's the whole yeah. point, right? And and at the end, he he died. In the, in the story, sorry, in the story, he shot himself in the stomach. See, I think that, that was, was an accident. That, that was, was accident. That was, was so. F- it was so flimsy. Hey. I was like, "How is that the end?" <laughs> he shot up in the air and then yeah. <laughs> walked along and went off. <laughs> Tripped. Yeah, he shot. <laughs> Shoots himself Trips in the and stomach. Trips and on the gun. Yeah. yeah, I actually didn't get that. <laughs> I well, thought, you didn't hear the gun go off. Amy Adams are reading the book, not watching the film. <laughs> I thought he died from the the eyebrow cut from the crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the thing in a story that would make i don't know maybe i mean it would make more just sense. as much yeah. More sense yeah because but i think he wanted him to the main character based on him to kill himself because you really upset me amy when we were young and it's so childish that he just stands up at the restaurant that's the that's the payoff, that's the payoff. imagine if imagine if a waiter. The but the thing with that is that he knows he somehow knows that she, because she's at this point in her life where where she needs this, her husband is cheating on her and her like her old life is the only way for her to kind of redeem herself um, for all the mistakes that she has made. That's, so see, it I is, like that sentiment. Uh, it is like a realistic mm-hmm. kind yeah. of fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah. But it's too much of a silly goose time in here. And anyway, imagine if the waiter came another up. Beer. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, Nick, I saw you drinking coffee. I'm worried. It's half um, He's gearing up for the for fight back. He's clawing no, no, his claw back. This is all some this tea in there. Oh, nice. The top oh. of his head's still showing claw it. The, um, it's imagine herbal, if the... Um, <laughs> herbal nighttime teas. I'm going to fucking doze off here in a second. I, I really wanted the waiter to come over and be like, oh, it's been five minutes and you're you're the other guest doesn't come do you want to just leave it and if she imagined she just went yeah we'll just leave it and just walked <laughs> out so she was only sat there for five minutes yeah. <laughs> that really taught her well, yeah, the which, film which, was which real time it was yeah. it was 30 seconds it just yeah. pan out let's <laughs> crack it this is a this film's an enigma is it no i think it's i mean it's cracked because because it got highly it got it got okay rating and we're really slating it it's just a little bit pretentious mm. in parts that puts me off it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I still like some bits in it a lot here and there. Obviously the 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 book side of it with with Michael Shannon and Jakey Boy. Um I was like, "Oh, this is, you know, Sicario no country for old men kind of yeah. styly." Yeah. Yeah. Um and because it didn't quite live up to that, I was then a bit kind of... You were hurt? Hurt enough to write a book? <laughs> Actually, I might write a book. With only three um, levels of this. And send, send it, it to send Tim it, Ford. Yeah. Send, send it to, to, Ford. to uh, Mr. Ford. I commit suicide via half pipe at the end. <laughs> and then in, invite him to the harvester and just don't turn up. <laughs> to the harvester I love harvester Toby Carvery Carvery to the Carvery and don't turn up it's horrendous I just I was those are the restaurants I've driven by and I'm never ever going to go <laughs> oh, in there we've got, like, got to like take Nick to harvester Toby Carvery by the road <laughs> yeah. Toby, Car- Toby Carvery that is only by dual carriageways yeah 
But yeah, by law, it has to be within 50 meters of a dual carriageway. <laughs> they have to make the walls of different stuff, otherwise the mo- momentum of the cars are going past yeah. will shake them. <laughs> it's pollution proof. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted that bit to be more like, to, like to more have that like bit of Western feel to it. Yeah. And I felt the one thing I kind of picked up on, um, I don't know if anyone thought the same, but was the, the editing felt a bit off mm. and it felt like, with the cuts, the conversations were quite rushed. It felt commercial. It felt like commercial cutting to me. It was all, yeah, exactly. It was always like there always had to be a cut to someone's response or reaction to whatever was said. Rather than linger and allow someone to react, it was like oh, forcing I the don't lines. Know about that, mate. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I agree could... with that. There was a lot of lingering at parts. Like some of the. I. In parts, I would agree with what you said, that it's kind of like shot, reverse shot, shot, reverse shot. Whenever they're saying something and you're not reading reactions, but you're hearing them come out of the mouth. But there was a lot of like slow dialogue, you know, think of um, think of uh, the two in the, in, the, in the back of the car. I think Aaron there's Taylor long, Johnson and I Michael think there was Shannon. long dialogue. I wouldn't say it was slow. I think I felt for me, it was more like people were delivering their lines. Mm. I, I didn't and like, then it was, then it yeah. was cut. fundamentally. I feel I'm offended with that, mate. Oh, Michael mate. Shannon delivering lines. You crazy, mate? The mm, he I mean, brings yeah, in there. He's good in it, but it's still P- it was like for the edit. That's that's nothing. Mm. That's nothing mm-hmm. against Piss. his performance. No. <laughs> it was more to do with, I think, right. the editing that it was like. He delivered his lines, then cut straight to someone else. It wasn't. Yeah. I d- I didn't like the say if you're trying to like match cut something and and you think okay and then he does it again and you're like okay it's a match cut and he and he goes back and forth like three times with the um There's like a, when she drops a pen or something and then yeah she it, it happens in in the dream world yeah. as well or in the in her past or they're in a bath or something or she's lying down and they cut between it they're they're in the exact same position and they cut like yeah yeah that, that five times annoying. between them i would i would say that's pretentious yeah <laughs> so you're saying they edited it like zoom jack <laughs> as soon as someone speaks but <laughs> <laughs> yeah do so you know what Zoom I'm editing. Gonna, I'm changing my view right now. I'm coining that I'm, phrase. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you that's exactly how it was edited. Oh, it's just switched to me. Hold on, say someone, <laughs> else, someone else say something. Hello. Yeah. You done it's the same. It's a film. It's a what, Zoom edit. What do we think of the uh, opening? How, how how are we relating that to the film? It is how do a we think Swarovski he commercial. So the idea behind that would be that. In a weird way, those women are truly free and happy, as opposed to Amy Adams, who's caught in her unhappy lifestyle, unhappy life. Uh, art versus producing art versus being the art and free, being and making art. I guess. Mm. Yeah. Okay. To be but fair, also, it's just visual, mate. I, I actually liked the intro. I, uh, you know, film aside, like the going from the oh, the yeah. opening film titles, aside. <laughs> film aside, film film aside. Actually, um, well, I'm kind of into no that, doubt. into that stuff. Um, <laughs> it just no, annoyed I, I, me. I liked I liked that it was like the opening titles and then transitioned into the film. I found that quite interesting. Um, 
But then, to be fair, they do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a smoke signal. This is the Peter Jackson, Tom Ford invented the opening, <laughs> opening credit. Yeah, it doesn't mean I, you still can't enjoy it. <laughs> no, that's true. Just because it's done before. You I mean I, the visual was in in the room when they cut to the room. Yeah. Is that what you mean? It's in like it's because it because you it opens on obviously these uh, lovely women dancing naked, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then and then it cuts into the uh, into Harsh, the yeah. arts. See if it wasn't if it just cut to a room and and there was no sign of them, that would have been really really annoying. But I was only mild. I was only mildly annoyed because they applied it to the situation. How to dare the, they? To the to the art. Mm. So he got away with that. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's about as positive as it gets. I don't know. I do you know what? I'm I'm feel sorry for Nick again now because I I'm. I don't know why I'm I didn't make like, this movie. No. I just I just wanted to no, I just wanted I to watch Look, it again Nick, Nick, in Nick pre-production. Nick don't like it either. <laughs> that's I don't what, know why. That's what I'm I need to clarify this because Nick's looking somewhat pissed sometimes, but then then on our side sometimes. Do you, what? What's your standing on this, Nick? And what's your response to this this slating that's happening? Well, no, I understand all the points, um, but there's still. Do you know I get your is? points. Do you I know really do, is? but I still, I still enjoy a lot of it. I still enjoy a lot of the acting. I like kind of that melancholic score, um, mm. to a degree. Sometimes, sometimes it's a little bit much, and you know, um, I, I was also a little bit disappointed on the on the second watch. I wasn't expecting this kind of uh, reaction to it. Which is which is fine. It's to a degree the same reaction I had. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just hard to, <laughs> to talk <laughs> about the movie, I guess. <laughs> what did what did we say right. a few weeks ago? Um, where we'd established that Luke and Jack were the bullies at school, and Matt and Luke um, <laughs> it's two, it's two were separatists. <laughs> Wait, let's say Luke twice. <laughs> what? Sorry. What did we say? If you we said that me and I feel like this is what it's kind of big, like we've we've jumped on the back of this on this little bandwagon of hating on it. Wait, hang on, who? Me and you, you just said but, my name three I, times. I know right? I've said your name too many times here. <laughs> I meant I meant me me and you usually the bullies and and oh, Matt and Nick are the. Oh, the, that's right. The, uh, and that's, I, and, that's and I feel like we've we've just we've just yeah, <laughs> sweethearts. Uh, and I feel like we've just jumped on the bandwagon or off the back of each other, and, and well, Matt's, Matt's kind of swooped in a little it is, bit. But I, I don't. I actually, is, I actually don't hate it no, as much no, as I'm talking no. about it right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just trying to then let's try and find some good bits. Some good absolutely. But let me it. just slate one more thing. The, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I think I think the podcast is somewhat a living organism, right? And if and if we don't latch onto something really solid, and if it's a bit wishy washy, which I think this film is to a certain extent, I think it's it's easier to entertain ourselves by mm. slating it, hating it. That being mm. said, I quite like it. Of course, I quite like it visually. Um, I do think though that especially the opening and especially the AD, Amy Adams stuff is like, of course, a fashion designer made this. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a perfume commercial. Yeah, and I'd like the visual yeah. artists among us, me not included, to respond. Yeah, so um, I. <laughs> <laughs> not that you're not, but that was so good. 
<laughs> a little bit too much laughter there, I think. Everyone. <laughs> Hurt. Uh, hold on. Hold He's on, got dude. a black magic camera, guys. Matt, Matt had a genuine point to make. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I didn't. I just I stopped. Great Sorry. bit. Great bit. Um, do you know, I don't think I don't. Uh, I think visually, visually, it's nice, and I and I think um, cinematography is nice. Like some of the. Um, the stuff with Michael Shannon and, and that whole, can we, how do we describe this? What are we going to say? The novel section of it or the aim? Like how do we differentiate between the two? Uh, the revenge. Layer one's reality. Layer two, revenge. layer there's, one. There's, yeah. Just call it reality, novel and past. The, the first okay. frontier. Right, 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 right. So in the, in the, um, wait, what did you say? Reality, novelty, novel and past. Pass. <laughs> So in the novel side of it, um, or fiction, the fiction side of it, like there were, there's some really nice shots of, of the landscape. And I, I, I can appreciate those. I think maybe I, I agree with what you're saying. I felt like maybe it was more production design that I didn't like. And you know, when, uh, the scenes where it's, um, Michael Sheen and his wife, um, and they're at that kind of party and oh, army yeah. hammer's like, oh, I've got my flight. I've got to go kind of thing i that's what i feel like is a perfume ad when it's cutting to michael sheen and he's mm. like super bright purple jacket and she's like oh what's it like having a gay husband she's like oh yeah i love it and he's like oh let's put him in a bright pink fucking jacket then mm. <laughs> it's it didn't need to be like that it, like it, i think some of it was just had to be so obvious that it was these rich people uh, it was just I felt it was unnecessary but actually how some of it was shot I didn't didn't dislike at all cinematography yeah. wise yeah there's there there he I mean I think that's probably what makes it very ad or feeling like an ad that the the focus is exactly on one spot in the image and that's the spot that's lit and that's pretty much on one character at all time and then the background is all silhouettes and dark and everything no i agree i agree and you know the scene that luke's in now which was the flashback dinner scene um you remember it yeah yep past yeah. the past past flash yeah past i was looking at it thinking a lot of it looked like they'd masked a lot of the background out in like it wasn't mm. done in camera i felt like mm. a lot of it was i know it's that kind pitch of black yeah. That yeah 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 it was like stylized to be heavily pitch black but like done in mm -hmm. post-production and for bits like that as a bit like mm, might have been nicer <clears throat> shot had they just i'm actually, not sure that that's entirely true though what in because, terms of because uh, what well, they did it or or whether that's the effect they were looking black to achieve i'm 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 not sure that they they did that like in post because they they decided to shoot on film exactly for that purpose to to paint in black ah. a lot interesting so i would i would assume that they did light it it just felt i don't know I mean, it felt, um, yeah, it does feel like incredibly commercial, and and the, the, the you know, 
made it feel very commercial. Mm. You know, right. all the close-ups at the beginning of Amy Adams. Her, her makeup is done for like a fashion ad, obviously because yeah. it's a party. And then the the biggest one for me was the the four by four rolling up to the really super modern house and the the gray, the gray gates. I mean, that is lifted out of a literally could be. It's a, f- it's a fashion ad, yeah. Sort of a yeah. Anyway, I can't I complain anymore. I think I think we went into. Well, let's talk about the scene that I think's like I love it in every way. Is the is the in the car being rammed off the road and then the oh tension. that one yeah <laughs> it's, it's the tension like to see because it's fully fully played out, which I thought was really nice and and a and a strange deviation from a lot of the rest of the film. It's like a real fully played out moment and. Mm. And where and I really felt the the idea that maybe the guys weren't even sure what they were doing right now until a certain point and they were egging each other on and it was like very hairy situation. And I actually can't think of anything that I've seen like kind of like that with that with that escalation in a in a seemingly normal situation that just gets completely out of control to that point. I've got one for you. Go on. Wind River. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. we've been talking about this yeah. a lot, me and Matt. The scene in Wind River at the midpoint. Has Why anyone are you seen it? Me? Yeah. So Jack, the I won't ruin what? it for Nick, but the the, the Why, Why are you, you flanking me? Rolling yeah, yeah, into yeah. the yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That Why? scene yeah. and this scene are by far the the like the most sort of sinking in your stomach feeling scenes. Mm-hmm. You just and feel I have to, it. Like, oh, yeah, oh man, right. it's no, sickening. Immediately what's it gonna happen. sickening. And it's like, it's the, you yeah. know that it's just snowballing mm-hmm. and there's nothing that can stop it. And also in that scene for this, there's the um, the false hope there where they end up fixing the tire. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, you're just kind of left on a whim a little bit. You're not really sure what's going on. And like, mm. you like, I really understood the situation. I really understood how like the actors felt or the characters felt. Cause well, me and up. you, Jack, should, we should be fine for the other way, shouldn't we? Oh, I love them bullies. I understood. <laughs> well, it reminds me of some good point. times. Yeah. Hot damn. <laughs> I mean, the rush I got. God, get me some women tonight. <laughs> Can't wait to go out terrorizing. <laughs> no, Me, I, I agree. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. By far the the best scene of the film. Um, agreed, yeah. agreed. And the, and the the whole situation of of it escalating from like something pretty minor that the two cars are blocking the road off, mm. and then it kind of continues on that it overtakes, and then this car is kind of like. Is he, is he flashing his lights or is he just kind of like speeding past him? Um, he beeps well, he him out of the way. Yeah. And then... Bit, and then, bit aggressively, you know. Yeah, I would, I would, approach, give it a I would approach it like that. It, he was like... Eh, eh, yeah, eh, it's eh, his fault. That's what's so you, great about the scene is it wouldn't have happened yeah. had he just had hung... Him. Well... Yeah. If it's the well, girl... And then she, she, she gives him the finger. Yeah. She flips him. Yeah. And, and then... Oh. And that's like the, the little carrot in front of him. And that's like... 
Yeah. And, and the same for the audience is like, you've, you've recognized the girl now as like the goal, but oh. it, it's not, it's not delivered straight away. They mm. allow the scene to carry on. They allow the whole like, and I loved, I loved the, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson's lines where he's saying about like, why are you trying to leave the scene of a crash? Because mm, it really yeah. flipped the it's really flipped such... the scene, and I was like, oh, I just felt uneasy. And but you still in the back of your mind, you know that their goal is going to be the girl and the mm. mom. Because if he's just being unreasonable and he's going, ah, oh, I want to kidnap your your wife and kid, like then it, then he's <laughs> got your daughter. He's got no kind of. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You can't. You can get out of it because he's just being ridiculously yeah, unreasonable. He's no, being, but it, because he's got the oh, you you. Well, you can't flee a scene of a cr crime. You have to mm. report this crash. Then it's oh, they've got him by the because yeah. oh, he because he wants the police yeah. to begin with, and then yeah. he's like, okay, yeah, we will. You can't go then because the police are going to come, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, when the police yeah. car came, and and whizzed by, and yeah, they come were, on, and they all break it. But I didn't like that. No, it's and like, even, even it's 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 everybody's worst nightmare mm. in a way. No. Yeah. You, you're putting yourself in that kind of situation where you're hopelessly outnumbered and you mm. have vulnerable or like has anyone got that you care stories for stories like that well me like, and Matt have I, yeah, from I Paris know, yeah I know you mean Luke and I have got a Paris hoodlum hey. story yeah, yeah that sounds about right yeah <laughs> you go to the outskirts yeah oh, fucking it, shit all because it's because it's hard because you can't like it's so different when there's two people involved and like obviously like one of them yeah. is like your girlfriend. Like it's it's really it's a really weird situation because you can't do something. The dynamic when you, is yeah. When you're occupied, then that's then like the other person is is free to and open. It's horrendous. It's fucking horrible. It's like sinking. Yeah. Oh. So what, like, is this story something that we're going to tell on the on, on off the air. pod or I, no? Like, I'm happy. Well, to, I mean, I'll save Luke's second. His is better than mine. Mine didn't really. Involve. Wait. So so wait. You both have. A similar story in Paris. Yeah, mine's actually in Bordeaux. About but his is in Paris, but it's it's oh, it's how they operate over there in those <laughs> big towns. So so on the on the steps of um, what's the what's the palace? Is it Mont Montmartre? Montmartre? Saint Santa Claus, Saint isn't it? Santa Santa, uh, Santa Claus. Yeah. There's there's big steps going up there. Sacre -Cœur. Sacre -Cœur. That's it. Santa Cure. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Going Euro, up, mate. Going up the stairs and um. And and blocked off was were some fellas who were selling uh, <laughs> fellas. I, I, don't, I don't know what they what they were selling, but people in Paris handbags, people in watches, Paris sell for, What are we saying here? Glad uh, rags. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were they were selling stuff. It was just tap, and then and then, but they're like block blocking off the stairs going up on either direction. So. Um, Walked up, walked up to, or tried going by, and then he came. He stood right in front of me, said, "Buy, buy this, buy this." And I was like, "No, no, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it." And and buy then because my girlfriend, bless her, she she will talk to anyone and stop and talk to anyone. So she she was talking to the other guy. He was engaging her. And then I was like, "No, no, no." <sighs> by that moment, another two had come round me, and I could could see Laura, but not really. She they was flanked little, you. Yeah, they flanked me. I said, why are you flanking, flanking me? Bro? <laughs> and, why are you flanking me? And, and he shook my hand. Well, he put his hand out to shake and I said, no. Well, I just didn't shake his hand. And he took my hand and shook it and held my hand like this. 
And by this point, my back was to Laura. And then anyway, I just kind of had to like shout and bustle my way out and then grab Laura and go up the stairs. And that's Fuck. It. But yeah, it's just like one horrible. of those uncomfortable. Nicely dodged. You don't expect it in Paris, do you? Well, there for a, yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> you don't expect North, it in North of Paris is ropey. Up yeah. by Montmartre. Yeah. Bloody ropey. Mm. Luke, yeah. how did yours go? I mean, mine was well, similar. Luke, yeah, the same same situation. What we did is is Bordeaux's really nice, right? But there's I think there's a main road where if you cross it and for some reason we wanted to find a restaurant on the other side of the tracks. So we went across this main road and traveled. <laughs> the only into, vegan place in <laughs> yeah, Bordeaux. You know, <laughs> you gotta find when you're looking for an edgy vegan restaurant, you know, you're gonna you're gonna run into trouble. <laughs> so walked down this alleyway and it was honestly like uh, a stage play there were these West guys, Side Story there were these Click, guys West clicking. Side Story clicking their fingers <laughs> one 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 knee up kind of on the wall and there was loads of them there was about eight of them and I thought oh Christ this here we go and uh, so it dodged them went past kind of turned the corner and I thought any minute now they're going to follow us and just give us trouble because up to this point I'd already had the night before a very young kid come up to me and what they do over there, the scam is to get ultra friendly. They get really like up close and touchy. And they're basically putting their arms around that. you going, hey, yeah, hey, bro, hey, bro, uh, my friend, my friend. They're doing this and they're reach. And whilst they're touching and feeling you, they're, they're reaching around to get, to get stuff out of your pockets. And anyway, so we turned this corner and as I suspected, two, uh, only two of them came round. And we're like, hey, hey, bro, hey, come back. And they come all the way up and uh, I just tried to carry on walking, but there's only so much you could do. And then by the time we got, we got up this road and they caught up, it was like, they were just getting so handsy. And this wasn't just a kid. The other kid, I kind of lifted him off and gave him a bit of chat and he just, and he went away. But these two were like at least our age, if not older and uh, two guys. And then just me and Lydia and it just got out of hand so fucking quick like really out of hand. And because I'd rather just like confront it normally, I sort of got aggressive as well. But mm. then I forgot that I had someone else to worry about. And so the other guy, I, I'd sort of allowed him to touch me and sort of pushed him away. And then the other, I couldn't believe the other bloke that went round me, went round my back and started actually physically handling like Lydia, like grabbing her arm and stuff. And it was, it was, it got pretty out of hand. So, I had to just be super aggressive. And when that happened, I think they weren't looking for a fight. They wanted an easy picking. And if if you get aggressive enough, they kind of leave you alone and just go on to the next one to find another tourist. But it it really reminded me of that feeling. And afterwards, you're reeling, right? Yeah, now, Like after, it gives you the that, exact that same feeling. That ruined for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> and so this, when I, when I came up to watching this film, I think part of the reason why I was expecting something better is because, as I said, I applied the atmosphere of this scene to the entire film, and I thought, "Wow, that's I don't actually lo- enjoy watching this film because yeah. it's I find that scene really stressful because mm. it's something that could actually happen. It's not it so is, far yeah. off, you know, off the truth. Yes, yeah, the, stre- yeah. the stress scene. of it. Yeah, even even Wind Wind River, it's tense, but I, I don't have the same stress as that because that's a situation that could happen to any of us. Do you know what I mean? It's it's quite it's a very grounded scene and it escalates. He's so, literally so minding quickly. his own business, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Doing nothing wrong. Yeah. And he gets 
wrong it's, time. It's yeah. stressful. Yeah, I think that's a good word for it. I so it's, it's one of those situations where it doesn't. It, it wouldn't necessarily matter how much uh, you could try and fight off. Like mm. there's still three of them mm. versus you, and then your daughter and your wife. It, there's you. You know how this is going to go down. Mm. It's just a matter. And you know what? That that I think for, the surprising part for me was the bit where I was like, "Oh fuck." Um, is when they end up stealing his car over because there's a whole back and forth right where he's like, "Well, you come in my car and and we'll we'll drive your car, whatever." Um, yeah, and I didn't. I and even the second time, I didn't anticipate them managing to steal his car and his wife and his daughter. Ugh. Yeah, hey, it's yeah. intense, man. Not great. Yeah, I think Matt, you said something interesting that um, the scene is so good because you kind of see it playing out in its entirety, and that's really the only time we ever get that in the in the whole movie, isn't yeah. it? Everything yeah. else is just kind of like chopped in little mm. impressions, often just kind of like one scene, and then you're back to a different kind of location. Where here you, it can fully develop. Mm. You get very kind of engrossed in the scene, mm. and that yeah, that's why it's so so strong in the be in the best yeah. way possible it's like it's almost theatery it's like an actor's dream to think all right this is where you're going to start and this is where you're going to finish and we're going to see yeah. every second of it but just imagine kind of like choreographing that whole scene out when you're just thinking about like how you're going to shoot it that's the thing i don't know that's intense isn't yeah, it like yeah. there's so many things going on at the same time there's like six people mm. and what i thought was really interesting you know later in the um in the when he talks about like is this he sends him an email and he's like is this the guy that you saw and that's supposedly like the third person there mm. and then you realize as well like you have no idea what that third person yeah, looks like yeah. at all because you're so focused on the main actor and the, the driver guy is it yeah Joe right yeah. turk or whatever that you have no idea what the other person looks like mm. which gives that scene more kind of um kind of reality as well mm. yeah yeah no idea that's, how you choreograph a good point. that like it's a nightmare that's a good point actually because until you've now said it i didn't really i didn't clock that i didn't because they find the third guy he wears a hat for the actual robbery right he wears a hat does he yeah and then yeah, he's got like a, a baseball cap and, and he on. puts the when he gets the email he puts his hand over the the guy's face but if, i didn't clock that that was the guy that they found first because it was just some because he dies in another uh, robbery or something and then it's the driver yeah. that they find second um i didn't what did you yeah. think of so you know he's driving the car with the second bandit yeah uh, so how that plays that that scene plays out right and then later on we have michael shannon questioning him and he's yeah. like so you he was driving the car with you in it and he's like no i was driving the car and he was like did he have a gun he's like no and i i don't know i, I think it might have just been completely lost to me but i was a bit like was that just like major emphasis on him being completely pathetic? Yeah. Or so yeah, there, there so. was a bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Cause it was just like that mm. it's overplayed a little bit 
or, or maybe too much, I don't know, that it's like you're driving someone else's car with him in the passenger seat, but he's not like I get the the only the only solution to this is the is the wife and the and the daughter, but he's not he's not got a gun to you, he's not got a knife to you, anything and that and you're in the driver's seat as well. It's like yeah. you, when he drives past the shack and the other car, he's like, That's my car we just passed and he's like, Yeah, but keep driving. He's like, Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then when I they just, call for him again and he doesn't come <clears> out, the sheriff is like, So they called you and said your wife wants you and he didn't come out and he says, No. I think like later he has a little he has a breakdown, doesn't he? That he didn't act, he didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. What, what do we think that reflects in in the past? Well, I think I think the Michael Shannon character is um, like in a way what Edward would like to be, okay, or what he would have done. The acting man and the Edward he is himself. Like the Edward in the book is kind of the real. Mm-hmm. the real life version because michael shannon is completely you know disregarding of any law it becomes purely around about revenging specifically these two two people um yeah so yeah. i think that's kind of the why the character would be written that way mm-hmm. yeah you know he takes he takes no shit as well he's like the dominating person in the room and especially when there's that one scene where you know Michael Shannon's they've they've uncuffed Turk and oh yeah good. Steve or whatever his name is mm-hmm. and he's in between and he's kind of like lingering over the shoulders like come on here mm. e- either one they needs to go and throw up yeah but. although I hate that they um they they got away again he let them get away again he had his gun on them yeah <laughs> and they somehow picked yeah but there was, it was yeah. it, it it was if that for that part. It did feel like there was overemphasis on him being pathetic. Yeah, there definitely is. And I, but but why? There, I mean, why, they why say that a few times the the that he because Amy Adams calls him weak. Right. Yeah. In and, and in her their mom, past, her mom does as well, right? So, so, Laura, yeah. to that effect. Yeah. Laura yeah. Linney. She says like he's not strong. Yeah. So he's a soft, what, what, soft you, author. You've got a problem with? <laughs> he has a soft belly. Uh, do you yeah. do you not like it because Michael Shannon you think is being unfair, or do you not like it because in the script it's just it's on the nose too much that he's weak? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. The, la- the latter, the latter, because you have that whole like you go you go from him, but you know, being pushed off the road, his wife and child are taken, where he doesn't really do much about it. He drives the car. <laughs> Did you hear the sneeze? So <laughs> you laughing at? No, it's that he uh, didn't really do much about it. He didn't. We just. I mean, didn't. you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, look, I, I don't <laughs> think you can do much more. But I think in no. the, in the way that he deals with it, it's right. quite, it's mm. quite passive. But it's yeah, it's I can't not see like that. He, yeah, when he's at you know he's at the point where he's probably at most equal with this weird little guy and he's literally driving the car like at this point this he, this is yeah. the most he can do mm. uh, and he still doesn't do it and then and then we get to the point where he's holding the gun to both of them and still can't do anything it's like mm. that's all though it like i yeah. just i was a bit like oh, it is driven care. home a lot I, considering I think, he's not really the main character yeah, I or think, he might be i think that comes across more because they're they're in the wild west they're on the hunt for these guys and you think ah. Oh, they're going to find them and, and kill them. 
but then it's like it's it's like a little bit lawless, but at the same time, Jake and Shannon they're they're sneaking up on matey on the toilet, and instead of Shannon going, all right, I'm gonna look away. Here's a gun. Do what you want to do. It's like, sir, will you come into the station? It's, do you know what I mean? It's kind of they're they're trying to tow the revenge line, but the revenge is what taking them to court. Mm. Um, um, I was going to say something about the. Um, what the would pr- you say in terms of the metaphor then, <laughs> with with him falling on his gun at the end yeah. and killing himself? Where right. does that apply to the reality? I, I reckon I nowhere. I reckon they're trying to draw some something about maybe uh, the abortion again. Um, the, the idea of like the stomach, <laughs> the stomach, and I don't know. As good as it gets. As good as it gets. They've not reckon? left. They've not left us with much, but Matt somehow <laughs> been able to put that. That's together. I was going to ask about the, the pregnancies and the so the the wife and child being taken at that on that horrific scene. That's like that's the yeah. that's the abortion, right? That's you're taking my child away from me. My family and my future has gone off in that car. I Is guess. the hurt of that the hurt of the abortion? It's. I mean, I think this is the revenge bit where it's like this is what it would be like to have your wife and uh, daughter ripped away from you. Right, meaning, but but he did have his his son. He had his girlfriend and his son slash daughter taken away from him uh, through the abortion. I thought I thought that was the parallel that he was drawing, like that. You you killing my unborn child? Yeah, I think so okay. too. But she has a daughter. Yeah, sorry, she has, maybe she has, a, she has a redheaded daughter, doesn't she? In the real world, she calls her. But that's with Army Hammer. That's with Army Hammer. That's Army. That's with Army Hammer. Oh, is it? So the to, to the ov- I think the the parallel is yeah because the, she goes through with the abortion. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. So to Aaron so Taylor Army Johnson in in the novel in the fiction, I was like, is, um, like a fictional version of of Army Hammer, right? That's the metaphor. That's how I saw it. it was like a cowboyish kind of. Oh. Large scale. He swooped in and took. Yeah, oh, I mean, how he came in, came, like him, took, took the girl. Yeah, but leave, it was in leaving like, a trail it, of destructo behind him. <laughs> <laughs> but in the sense of the novel, because it's fiction, it's always the, the grandeur of it's always going to be bigger. But that's how I kind of thought that he'd written that in as the metaphor is that the uh aaron taylor johnson character was was army hammer but in reality and he'd come in like swooped in on the girl and he'd influence the killing of their child uh okay i see what you mean yeah because he was there in the car and that was quite important wasn't it yeah Mm. and he saw all like he he's there as well outside the um clinic and he sees them both yeah that's how i saw it but then even then i was like well, then Army Hammer go and you know, we see Army Hammer cheat, and yeah. maybe doesn't apply mm. so much. But I, I, know. I thought I thought it was just a basic referendum on on Jake Gyllenhaal's character because he just he's the he's the weak link in the chain almost, and is he almost blaming him? He's blaming him, blaming himself, isn't he, for for it falling apart because he was too weak. That's true. And the he fact, is. I think he's blaming, blaming, 
Why can't I fucking say blaming? Just blaming. David Blaine. He right. is... Take it from the tap. Blaming himself for for his own uh, failure because of his own shortcomings. If he realises that, then then why why the revenge? Shouldn't it be like a, oh, I fucked up as well. I see you at the restaurant at half eight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because that, I mean, how but else the is there a way is about to the read... Dead, the dead baby. No, but the dead baby is a consequence of... If, if he's taking responsibility for the relationship falling apart, the abortion is a result of the relationship falling apart. Right. Part, partly influenced by him. Mm. If they, if the, if the no, but he's not is, taking. If he but, falls but on he his own, her for that. What the relationship falling that, apart? Yeah, that she wants that she's not. It's not enough for her to live the life with an, an author. Like, do you know that whole scene? Yeah, but, but then in yeah. the novel, he's wrecked with guilt and responsibility for his current situation. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he, he then it's, falls it's on his own. It's like, yeah, he falls on his own sword. Yeah. So it's, it's I guess, it's him. Like you said taking responsibility for what went wrong, right? That's true. Fall on sword. That could be the, the um, the bullet in the stomach. He fell on his gun. He fell on his sword. Yeah. Mm. But I mean. then, I, I then if you tie it all together, right? So in in the in the reality, what? How do you think this is set up? <laughs> so is he is he now a successful author and he's like sending her a book and being like, here's a book that I'm about to publish. Um you know, it's, it's dedicated to you, and there's there's obviously metaphors to their relationship, and then he sets that up to then not meet her and the revenge is not meeting her. <laughs> or is is he just literally writing this book only to get revenge on her and then later not turn up to the date? Yeah, I think he's written it to flake on a reservation. <laughs> <laughs> like what? So, <laughs> it's the biggest setup ever. Yeah. Yeah. The smallest so punchline. <laughs> so he's he spent the last 20 years being a failed writer, no. but 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 just written this book? Or is he, is he successful now? I didn't... Well, the thing is that that she says she criticizes him for writing too much about himself yeah. or something like that, yeah. and the story's yeah. shit. So then, in the end, he writes the uh, routes completely about himself, <laughs> and then it becomes a success. Yeah. So, so is it that is an actual success? Is it like is he a successful yeah, it's published? I don't. I mean, I, I would assume so. I, I see. It's I don't like think he yeah, just did it for her. But yeah. they don't address it's, that because he just like it's yeah, it's a draft. It, it's this, yeah. I saw it's a draft, right? It's like a because I was like, so has he spent the Scribbled. last 20, like, 20 years just writing this whole piece of like metaphorical revenge? Hmm. And, Easy, and then mate, you write a novel, and then, and then it's <laughs> right, yeah, 20 years I could write a novel. Well, it's going to take me 20 years to edit The Shine. <laughs> <laughs> get but, that out of the way first, and then write it. your novel. But, but I don't know, I was just like, I see what you mean. Because it would What's be, his, yeah, it would be clunky. What's the official revenge? Yeah, it would be clunky if it was like, I see it as it's his, it's his breakout We're piece. Applying too much real life logics to this. this I, I think it's his breakout real piece. life logic. It's gonna, this is gonna be big off this book, but it would be, a, it would be clunky to say, oh yeah, it's got really good reception, and it was projected to do very well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think. But the end, but, it gets but it the Oprah book seal of approval. Yeah, <laughs> the Oprah stamp, the, the the credit. I wanted to see <laughs> the official the penguin couch. 
Penguin Books Publishers yeah. certification. All right. Okay, well, sh- because maybe let's just talk about fixing, because there's a lot of yeah. complaints. Just talk about fixing quickly. <laughs> That's a good shot. And then we can rate. And then, um, you know. Yeah. I thought, I thought I mean, we I, had a good innings. We, we turned it. We turned yeah, the, we uh, turned yeah. the leaf. We turned the car around. Went down the the other the dirt. Let's do a quick fix it because then we can get to the root of everyone's sort of gripes with it and what they like as well. Yeah. Um, I think tone down production design. <laughs> you go first. Start. <laughs> I think the whole, like I think the, the one that we said with the whole um, reality uh, with her. Uh, and this, the the kind of surrealism with her and her job, that kind of section, feeling a bit of like perfume advert kind of. Mm. I think that um, was a bit too much for me. I think scale that down. Mm-hmm. I get it, what the the proportion was too large of the yeah time it took in the movie. Sure, I I had um, I would love, absolutely love like we, we put after the pullover scene and it all got a little bit crazy like i think i paused to get a drink and we were like this film is so good because <laughs> <laughs> like we, we looked at each other and was like are you enjoying it and i was like yeah and we're both like yeah like we really really like this <sighs> and then and then i was so hoping yeah. that that backstory contained contained something like real and tangible that related to like the, the the past or the present in some way because when she called her daughter as well and her daughter had red hair and looked similar i really thought there'd be like some some real connection between the two i don't know what it was but i thought oh we're in for like a mm. a mystery tour here like it's going to be really strange but then just to f- find out it was a it's a book and it's a metaphor it, i th- i found it a, a bit of a betrayal for me so some kind of connection in the real world um, right. Yeah, that'd be my major gripe. I think. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think it's a t- tale of two films almost. It's like you've got the Amy Adams kind of failed romance thing, and you've got this kind of well thriller that's happening in the in the the Western setting. And I think it's, they you got to just decide what it is. I think if you're going to focus on Gyllenhaal being a weak character, it was it's a different it's a a weird way to express it through a different genre of almost short film to split it into two is just spreading yourself too thin, I think. And I found myself enjoying each one in isolation, but not together. And I think Matt saying it needs to make a connection is correct. Cause it's like, I, I enjoyed like the backstory with, with the mum going to dinner with Amy Adams saying why she should marry him and things like that. I thought that was good character stuff. But I, I would prefer if that's if that's the case, just keep it in that world and and see that play out almost like a like a dark r- romance thing. Um, and then I really enjoyed, obviously, the main element is the the running off the road scene in the western setting. And but then it the drama of that instead of normally in a script you'd have escalating drama, it started at the peak and it went down from there. It was yeah. the most danger the character could be in to having a policeman by your side escorting you around getting your revenge and if anything it should it should have been the other way around where they were you know maybe in 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 some sort of town with 
under the safety of society and then going out to these back roads where you get taken over by these lunatics it does mm-hmm. it was the wrong way round uh yeah so there's a great, yeah. great film called just quick like called bone tomahawk well i haven't seen it in a while i don't know if it's great it's, it's oh, watched it again. but it, that was on your list wasn't yeah, it? Do, you yeah. want to, do you want to nominate it we'll I, might, I might put it on there it's a weird one it's been a while but yeah they they're in like a um a frontier town and and i think the wife or a few wives get um uh taken by uh like the native tribes there and so that that incident happens and then they set this rise in drama and action as they go into like the the belly of the beast to find them it's like that way around so there's yeah. still the initial saw kidnap yeah. but it's not like the crazy moment yeah mm. i think um the crossings of the realities um like you said was probably too early on like you understood you the, the twist the, the that twist you understand of it. yeah mm. and it yeah. kind of makes me I think agree with that a little bit to um see so uh you know the social network mm. and you know the the two worlds between that is uh the play-by-play of zuckerberg going through it right yeah. And then and then it's and then you realize that's actually a flashback because they're the present day is the court case. Mm-hmm. I think that plays out a little bit longer. And I think that probably could have done the same here, as in we could have maybe played the novel out a little bit longer. And yeah. understanding understanding that as its own piece and then just dealing with the twists and later on and understanding why. Twenty minutes in cut to a yeah. book. And then yeah. we had an hour annoying with that. <laughs> just at the end, just like closing a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> and I guess he died, but it's cool. So it was all, all I love how everyone was like, yeah. Jack goes, so you know social network? And everyone's went, yeah, I know social network. We talk about social network. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, I don't know, uh, those, yeah. those scenes of her kind of looking sad whilst reading the book. I don't know. Like, how would you fix that? I just don't know. Like, yeah, she, I think she, I would scrap that whole storyline. I, yeah. I want to have a story around a family getting into skirmish with the rednecks. And then there's this lieutenant cop guy who kind of has a vendetta mission to just kind of, I've seen so many people walk for free. Like, yeah. you know, and then tries to, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I would like to see that then, rather than all of this stuff in LA. I thought, yeah, when I saw the gen- problem, like uh, do I, uh, as a genuine question, how like because I think back to those and they were, I get the impact that this novel had on her because it's also pretty personal to her. But in terms of like seeing that on screen visually, and then watching her ring her husband who's now cheating on her in New York and ringing her daughter who's doesn't like who who bats her off a little bit as well. Mm. But how would you fix that section of it? Cause you still have to relate it back to her. You still have to have that personal connection Mm. between her and the book. It's it's almost like she needs to be going about her life, having read it and just for the audience, just to know that when we see her to somehow set up the, the language that, Whenever we see the novel on screen, it's also being read by her. So we cut back to her in her life, and we see that she's changed, and like the the effects of the the what we're seeing in Western world, 
are currently going through the mind of Amy Adams. Because just to see so, someone sit and read is like... Who's... Uh, uh, I guess... Who has the character arc then? Is it Jake Gyllenhaal, but it's her, from behind closed doors? Well, she agrees to meet up, didn't she? So It's her. She's um, punished at the end, right? So... Yeah, but she's she's repent she's like she's guilty isn't she and then and then meets and then meets at the meeting at the end is a sign of admit that she fucked up basically is that right yeah but very quick to to fix it i've just fucking realized that like this is like a microcosm of writing a film it's really really strange it's like amy adams is the screenwriter but Tom Ford's put the screenwriter in the film telling a story which is expressing a character flaw in someone. Mm. So what? What? Like, <laughs> this film should just be Jake Gyllenhaal with his family and he's got a character flaw that he's too weak. He goes on a road trip. He gets pulled over by all these guys, gets bullied into a corner and gets his wife and kids killed. And then he comes back for revenge and learns something about his own strength. Why? What has Amy Adams got to do with anything? I, I don't understand. Like, it's so weird. It's like, Matt, you know, like the the plot, there's two things. There's plot and there's theme, right? Mm-hmm. And every, everything that happens in the plot is is reflective of the theme and is reflective of the character's journey. But for some reason, this film has dis, like separated the two put one in the present and put one in a book mm. it doesn't make any sense and and i think it's the the abyss with the aliens so let's bring it back to abyss with the with the aliens and the 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 walls closing in it was the pick one or then they both suffered for it yeah um that's a strange one it's weird it is really strange like I've, i i think it's I that think connect, connection now I really, I honestly thought Nick, we we're in some weird David Lynch world. When I saw two Jake Gyllenhaal's, Gyllenhaal's yeah, driving, and then the other daughter, I was like, "There's like two people that are the same. Are they a doppelganger? Is it this or that?" Like I thought it was some, there was going to be some right weirdness happening, connecting both those stories. I wish it was that. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah. So I, Luke, I just did that. Um, just did the uh, the extras. <laughs> The video you sent was it today oh, or yesterday? Chalk and cheese. <laughs> David, you know David Lynch. Oh, oh I missed that. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. David Lynch. What? Yeah. Oh. Genuinely a fan of Japanese <laughs> cinema. Yeah. God. Yeah. See, I wasn't a fan <laughs> at the beginning. Sour. God, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but they're quite different. Chalk and cheese. Yeah. Chalk, chalk, chalk and cheese. <laughs> Um, all right, great. I still it's weird though. I still we got uh, maybe we got uh, I think we I need know, some closing statements here really, in a rating because yeah. we, we we got too involved with it, but I still don't hate it. I still like I, the thing is, it's so easy to hate because there's so many things that are so heavily, heavily stylized mm-hmm. that you're like, uh, it's so easy to find things to absolutely. Imagine, imagine reading Pick the book. Apart. Is that a whole book inception that like you're reading yeah. the book? See, probably about her reading a book. I reckon it would work in a book because you can read someone reading yeah. a book in a book, and it, and it could be made interesting. But just on screen, 
That's the whole the whole interesting thing is that you're seeing his story through her eyes, so she's putting her imagination onto all the characters. Yeah. Right? And then I guess that part would maybe fall away to a degree with a book, which might work a little bit mm. better. You would get more involved with the with the characters in the book in the book. Well, because you can get maybe. internal thoughts out on the page. You can't do that on screen. Mm. Yeah. You just have a sweating. Yeah. <laughs> A, sw- a glazed <laughs> all right let's do this ratings i'm interested now yeah i bet you are come on nick pick who pick who goes first um matt you go first because it was your first time i'm gonna give it a i want to give it uh a two Okay. It would be lower, like that that scene with the car, like that's bumped up like a star for me, like that. <laughs> that's <laughs> like the whole that, yeah. two, two that, stars. That alone is like banging. Like I've I've not seen many things like that in loads of films. Like I think that's really special. Yeah. What what they do there. There's something to say for that. A yeah, good yeah. scene is something that's very very memorable and it can yeah. you know give a movie a lot more. That's bumped it. Two stars. Uh, do you know what? I think one thing we we've we've glazed over a little bit is um, the acting. Um, mm. That point would have been another uh, another positive point we could have talked about, but we've uh, hit the end here. Yeah. Just one thing. I think Gyllenhaal is too. Uh, he's like a hundred and twenty at some points, and it's just a little bit too much. <laughs> There's like a scene where you can hear him breathing. Oh shit! We didn't even talk about the sound. The breathing sounds. That is uh, horrendous. Like at the end, where you can hear her breathe and you can hear his heartbeat. Okay, yeah, that is so cheesy. Like Jesus Christ! I found that with the match. Yeah, cut acting's book, good though. The match Apart cut. I found that same cheese as the as that sound. The the flitting back and forth between things, corning. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. Luke. What are you saying, bud? What are you saying, kid? Me. You are Luke, yes. Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear that. Um, oh, sorry, mate. Uh, oh, I, I have to say, Matt is swaying me now because it's like we have the kind of similar opinion, and but but two is harsh. I think I have to give this. A, I have to give this a three. I, I want to go straight down the middle. So obviously, for a two point five or a three is kind of that. I'm going to go with a three because the 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 overall feeling and sense of the atmosphere is powerful and like there's something to be said for as you say like a film affecting you before or after you even watch it that's quite that's quite powerful um, I think it's 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 an okay watch like I can get through it but upon sort of breaking it down it doesn't really hold up unfortunately and I, I do find it very Upon closer inspection, I do find it quite bizarre how the whole thing's put together now. Um, so yeah, a three. Sweet, Jack. I'm going to say the same. I'm going to go for three as well. Um, I think had we spent a bit more time, maybe talking about acting, <laughs> and God, Aaron Taylor, 
If you guys had listened to me <laughs> earlier, <laughs> we just spoke about acting. We would have been fine, but you, you <laughs> bastards. No, I think I think that would have took me up another half star because actually, um, I know Nick, you like this and you like Michael Shannon, and I do too, actually, and I, and I really enjoyed um, Michael Shannon in this. And and there are bits, um, there are really good positive takeaways to this film, but. Like Lou said, uh, I think on a uh, on a just simple day watch, it, it, it's good. But when you really get into the nitty gritty, you know things things start crumbling away a little bit. So I, I'm going to go for a three. The flashing lights fade. Yeah. Um. So will I. I'm going three as well. Um. I I, I was I was disappointed on the rewatch i really was because in my mind this was a banging movie and mm, the disappointment yeah. is worse than maybe watching the movie for first time and it's just it's a shame because there's a lot of things that i feel are very kind of memorable but then it's just like impressions yeah and as a whole it's like two hours of a lot of very slow boredom at in in parts with a few very cool little scenes but that's really it unfortunately is this style over substance Mm. big question here because this is what the movie's been accused of closing argument (laughs) i think personally you do think yeah i think and i think the 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 Mm. opening told us that that's what i think like the opening opening image Fair enough. That to me to end, end I think it's somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because there is a lot of kind of thought going into the story and, and like it doesn't necessarily work, but mm. it wants to have some substance. All right, sweet. Nice try, Luke. Tommy boy. <laughs> nice um, try. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the opening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> unlucky. Like we say from in front of our laptops with our Tommy boy. <laughs> Absolute dweebs. <laughs> with, nice with our six, 60 pound microphones. Nice oh, try. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> nice try, but you failed. Not Please me. <laughs> Brilliant. Um. <laughs> Sweet. So I guess next week. All right, here we go. Special event. (laughs) We have Chinese New Year's coming up on February 12th. Get hyped for your red envelopes. Yeah, Year of the Ox. And I thought, being half, somewhat half Chinese, I've been exposed to a few Chinese films over the years. Somewhat half. Well, because technically, quarter Korean, quarter Chinese, oh, half okay. Anglais. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm still in two minds as to what to go with. Uh, and I did ask Papa Jin's advice on this. But um, there are some great classics. There are, there are silly films like Shaolin Soccer. I don't know if anyone's seen that. I've seen yes. the trailer, I believe. Fucking hilarious. Um, in its own way. I have not. I really like... I really like Hero with Jet Li. It's a classic. Obviously, you've got the Bruce Lee story. You've got the Bruce Lee films. You've got House of Flying Daggers. 
um, and Crouching Tiger and sort of new age kung fu movies. So it's between an epic and a much smaller film. The epic being The Last Emperor and the smaller film being a very, very small film which I really liked growing up called Happy Times. Happy Times is done by quite a famous Chinese director called Zhang Yimou who did Hero, House of Flying Daggers and the infamous Great Wall where Matt Damon got <laughs> casted as the lead uh, Chinese film. Um, so it's either the epic or the small film. I think I'm going to go with the epic. We'll go with The Last Emperor. Uh, we, we can we get some run times on these That's bad boys? That's what I was coming to. So <laughs> I've, oh, no. I just... Is it going to be like four hours? I just looked up The Last Emperor. Oh, no. And I think this must be the extended cut. But no. they oh, have no. it at... <laughs> No. Three no. hours, <laughs> 39 minutes. <laughs> but upon further inspection, I've gone on to uh, Rotten Tomatoes and it says 242, which is very fucking All right. Wrong. Are we going but for that? just Are about doable. Yeah. So I'll, gi- I'll give you the choice. We've got either The Last Emperor, Can we know that which is a sweeping, the for the other sweeping one? epic. Well, the other one will be sub two, two hours. It's a small film. The other one is a very uh, is an early film from a big director in the year two thousand. Uh, is a sweet little indie movie, or the complete opposite. So if if two forty two is too long, we can change it. But I think it it probably is worth watching. No, yeah, if that's your pick, two forty two. Okay, let's do let's do the can last we, emperor. Yeah. Split it into two viewings. Um, fuck, that sounds good. But it's good. good. It's good. It's, it's got a high high rating. It's got. Have you seen it? I have. When, when I was very young I only remember one scene uh, really so not too much of it sounds like nocturnal animals yeah man. boy could ex- it could be exactly that so not <laughs> um, sweet so. alright well I'm glad we did that um, let's spin this this episode right. and then we'll regroup <laughs> next <Nice>. week yeah <laughs>